Live from the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington, this is Camel Call Live with Campbell head football coach Mike Minter. I'm Chris A. Meyer, and tonight in the second half hour of our show, we'll be talking women's basketball with Campbell head coach Ronnie Fisher and some of our student athletes. Women's basketball opens the season in just two weeks as part of a men's women's doubleheader at Gore Arena in Bowie's Creek. The women will play at 530 the men will take on Navy that night at 8 p.m. But to kick us off on the show, as always, we're talking football. Joining me now, he's a two-time national champion at the University of Nebraska as a player. And now Campbell head football coach Mike Minter joins me now. Coach, in front of a sellout crowd, Campbell gets a homecoming victory. Your thoughts on this game? You know, um, Chris, the, the first half was – textbook right we we want to have our fast start three for five we actually got four for five um in our first five drives and and you know that's really what the offense is trying to do and and then defensively you're trying to get four stops in the first four drives and you know we was able to get it um after the first drive because they went down the first drive got the ball uh, went down and scored and and um Heck, when they got the ball again, they going into the red zone and big play by C.J. Tillman to turn it around. So, you know, the first half was re really some really good football. Um, right before the half, um, the defense was able to get another red zone stop um, and, and hold them to zero. So you go in 28-7, to seven and you're feeling pretty good about the situation. And um, what my team got to – you know, realizes that it's 60 minutes. And I think, again, we talked about this last week, a lot of people's going through this. And and um, so I was a little bit, you know, perturbed with them after the game because you can't fall asleep at halftime and in the second half give these guys opportunities to make this a football game. And, and um, you know, we're still learning, man. We're we, we young as far as playing together. And um, we're trying to figure that all out, man. That's part of um, growing up. But it's great to get a win at homecoming um, in front of the home crowd, sellout, beautiful night. Um, just a great, great atmosphere. We talked about it a little bit, but your post-game talk to the team, it was more about what you didn't do than what you did do. And, and that's a change in what you've had to do in the past. I think that says something about what kind of team you have. Yeah, it really does, Chris. It speaks um, volumes to where we at in, in the process of, of, of building um, this 2023 football team. And, and um, you know, really, I just know the potential of this team. And we haven't reached that yet. And, and um, so, you know, sometimes you get <laughs> – you get, um, you know, a little upset with your guys for taking things for granted, right? And you, you, you teach your kids this um, as a parent. Um, you, you want to be grateful and thankful and, and, and give all you have in every opportunity and every moment in life. And, and, and so, you know, at that, at that end, um, Chris, that's what you're trying to get done and, and through your guys, you know. Don't, don't rest on your laurels. And then 60 minutes of football, it's like a lifetime. <laughs> and, and at the midway point, you started to relax. And, and that just really just, you know, touched me the wrong way. And, and, and I had to let them know, man, we're we not going to do that. Um, we, you're not going to get to these moments and uh, fall asleep and, and, and not finish um, the deal. And so 
you know, I was a little mad after the game, and, and they understood the message. And, you know, to this morning, we had a heck of a um, first practice this week. But, man, you know, again, man, we got a great opponent coming in. Uh, I should say us going to them. Let's talk about a little bit before we go further into the main game. Let's talk about that because some might say, oh, he must have misspoke. He, he said practice in the morning on Mondays. You have so many grad students. You have so many guys in different things that Monday morning means morning practice for you. Talk a little bit about that. Well, you know, something I started this year because of that, um, Chris. I thought, um, one, uh, one of the things we try to build in our program, and I talk about it every week, is you want to start fast. Well, the start of the week for us is Monday, and we don't practice on Sunday. We give Sundays off, and then we come back in. And so I want to start the day fresh with my guys and not get them after school. I want to get them before classes. And so that's why we do Monday mornings, wake everybody up. You had a great day on Sunday. Now it's ready to get ready for the next opponent. And um, that's something that we've started. I think it's you know, helping this football team understand that, you know, you can never rest too long. You had a bye week coming into this game, coming off a good defensive performance when you won on the road at Hampton, but you focused on stopping the run with your defense, stopping the run, stopping the run, stopping the run. I have never seen this at any game at any level. Your defense held Maine to negative seven yards rushing, and it wasn't like you had six sacks that really took off from, from the net. I mean, 11 attempts, negative .6 yards per rush. They only gained 14 yards net. It was, uh, it was an amazing performance by you guys stopping the run. It really was. Um, again, we talked about it, right? Okay, we got to do something about this front. We got to do something about stopping the run. And so what we did is, is we said we're going to put our best seven guys, whoever they are, on the football field at the same time on first and second down so we can start stopping the run. And, um, you know, that's what we did. And, and, and it paid off because you made them one-dimensional. Now, of course, the game is 28 to 7, so people say, well, they had to throw the football. Well, no, you got to get to 28 to 7 first. <laughs> and so in that – they are doing regular football things before, um, let, let's say, uh, before halftime, right? And, and so it was just a great outing by our guys. Um, man, I'm, I'm proud of the coaching staff putting guys in the right position to stop the run, to make them one-dimensional. But, heck, we made them one-dimensional, Chris. And, and um, the, the one solid piece about the defense was stopping the pass and – we give up almost 500 yards. Uh, I think they had like 498. So you might well say 500 yards of passing. Um, and, and we got to sure that up. And so this morning, you know, um, that's what I was talking about to my defense. We, we got to do a better job of understanding that we are going to stop the run now. Now secondary, they have to throw the football and you have to make plays. Your running game came to play again. I know you know the statistics. When your team runs for 150 or more yards, you're 4-0 this year. You ran for 178 yards, averaged over four yards per carry. Lamage McDowell, who went vegan to change his body, he became a better runner, and it paid off right here. 26 attempts, 114 yards, and two TDs. Just putting an exclamation point on what has been a sensational year for someone that worked to change himself. He was a pretty darn good runner. He's even better now. No, he really is. I think in life, man, it's, it's really about 
sacrifice, right? What can you sacrifice to get yourself to the position that you want in life? And um, Lamaje did that. I mean, to sacrifice food and to put the right things in your body, that's tough. For a young person, man, you got a lot going on. You probably don't even get a chance to cook for yourself. And um, you go vegan to be able to take care of your body, not just for football, but for the long term. And that's the type of guys we have on this football team right now. They're just a very aware of everything that's going on around them. And I think that's what, um, you know, make us you know, a, a tough football team as we continue to try to learn and grow together throughout this season. Um, Haj Malik Williams, he's going to be our guest on the show next week. He's going to be here with you. It's going to be all football next week. But he continues to not only be in the nation's leaders, he, he's in the top ten in passing yards, in, in TDs. He's, he's in the top three in incompletion percentage. But it's amazing to watch him. He might make one bad throw or, or bad decision an entire game in a, in a game when he's taking all, all the snaps. Can you talk about his play and, and where he's at right now? Well, I think um, he, he's making everybody else better, and I think that's what really gets me excited about his role and, and, and how he has grown up to be the person that he is today as, as a quarterback. He's, he's really taking the process of um, preparing himself throughout the week um, for you know, each opponent and um, spending time after practice with his teammates to put them in the spots that they need to be in to make the play. So it's a lot of preparation that's going into um, this exciting season that Haj Malik is having um, for us. And, and uh, man, it's, it's exciting every Saturday to be on that sideline looking at a great football player make great plays for us in a in timely manner. Um, just just big for us to have a quarterback to understand the moments. Every time you join us at the show here live, you get a chance to win some great prizes. So right now we are going to give away two tickets to the final home game of the year, Senior Day on November 11th at 1 p.m. Campbell taking on Ranked number five in the nation, Delaware. It is going to be quite a, a finale for these seniors. So we will give away the ticket now. Give away your, get out your raffle tickets. And we will um, draw for some women's basketball tickets coming up in that next half hour of our show. In the next segment of our show, we'll talk to Campbell head coach Mike Mincher about this week's challenge on the road at Richmond and the upcoming gauntlet that is the schedule. We'll be right back after this. It's Campbell Cole Live from the county seat in downtown Lillington. Welcome back into Camel Call, live from the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington. There is just one home game left for Campbell football, but you have a chance to follow the Camels on the road. Campbell 
will take on top 20 ranked North Carolina in two weeks on November 4th. That game is at noon. That game in Chapel Hill, and it was just announced last week that that game's going to be nationally televised on the ACC network. Before we get to Richmond, I know, Coach, you are going to take it one game at a time, so we'll just ask you about the fact the Camels back on national TV. Uh, what a moment it'll be in Chapel Hill in a couple of weeks. No, definitely going to be a great moment. A, a lot of these kids grew up watching uh, Chapel Hill, North Carolina, um, play football, and, and um, now they get a chance to go in that stadium and, and and, and play and you know a lot of parents are going to be there to see to see their child um, play in that stadium so that, that that's going to be an amazing um, time um, to for us to go in there like a ball game man we're gonna have fun with it and, and um, compete hard and we're going to play everybody so everybody get an opportunity to play in that game I was going to say a, a lot of times you play these games at the beginning of the year that the FBS opponent, a game like this, this far down in your schedule, good, bad, do you approach it differently? What, what happens there? Well, uh, I'm going to approach it like a bowl game, man, because uh, we, we can't go in there with, with, you know, all guns blazing and try to beat this football team that's number 20 in the FBS, you know, it, it, uh, this team is too good for that. Um, so I got to give everybody the opportunity to have fun, play the game, compete against these guys so they can say, you know what, I was in that North Carolina game. Um, we played them in 2023. No doubt, no doubt. This week, the challenge is big. You're on the road at a team that has won an FCS national championship. They've won a couple, to be exact. You go to Richmond, 330. It'll be on Flow Sports. Tell me uh, about the Spiders this year. Well, they're tough. Um, you know, they're a tough, physical football team. I, I think they really built um, on defense. Um, their, their team's strength is, is their defense. And, and um, you know, that linebacker, number 30, got the right number, by the way. Um, this guy, he, he flies around. He makes he make all the plays. He, he makes it very difficult for, for your offense. And, and uh, but man, look, our offense is is one of the best in the country, and so that's going to be, you know, a big uh, matchup right there. And and we we got to be ready for that. And um, you know, offensively, you got a young quarterback, um, guy. I think he's a freshman, and, and and you know, he he's managing the game. He he don't make mistakes. And so what we got to do is we got to keep things in front of us and uh, make these guys drive the field. Big plays will be big in this game. And, and um, you know, we, we got to keep that at a minimum. We gave up eight last game, and that's just too many as a defense. And, and you, you have to be able to limit these guys to um, two or less, and, and, and that's going to be the goal. Well, we were talking about it in the break. If you, if you hadn't been playing close attention, you probably saw at the beginning of the year this Richmond team barely get by Stony Brook then get beat by Hampton in what we thought was a game where you're thinking it's the Hampton of the last couple of years that wasn't very good, quite frankly, that is good. They got surprised, but, boy, they've gotten back on track. They won a 22nd-ranked Rhode Island. They beat the pants off of NC A&T. This is a Richmond team that is rounded into form. They're as good as they always have, and they're 4-1 in the conference. They're competing for a conference title. Yeah, absolutely they are. I mean, this game is huge for them. It's a home game. It's, it's um, you know, homecoming. But it's huge for us, too, because 
you know, you right there um, with them. And um, you win this one, you're going to be in second place because there's a lot of people who are going to beat each other this weekend. And, and um, so uh, it's a huge game for everybody. Man, we just excited because it's a lot of teams that's in the CAA right now that does not have this opportunity to be in the talk, in the mix of trying to get into the playoffs this late into the season. And nobody picked us to, to be in these conversations. And so uh, we're going to enjoy it, Chris, and, and, and uh, we're going to learn and grow from it. And, you know, my thing is, is that you, you get an opportunity to play a great Richmond team on the road in that atmosphere. How are you going to respond to that? Yeah. Man, I'm looking forward to that. Right. And, and you remind people as well that, you know, that they picked you guys to finish last in the conference. They didn't pick you guys to win three conference games. You're four and three right now, three and two in the conference. And, and the great thing about it, your playoff destiny is still in your own hands. Right now, you, you, you don't need any help. You, you, you got to win some real tough games against some really tough teams, but you're controlling your own destiny right hey, now. Hey, man, life is all about control. And what you control, what you can control, and forget about everything else, right? And and now you get an opportunity to control your destiny, whatever you wanted it to be this season. Um, we've been in these um, situations before, um, and and we we just got to be able to take care of our business, get better every day, focus on the moment. You know all these cliches that us coaches say to our <laughs> players. You're all rattling the time. them off all of them right I'm now, rattling man. them off, man, yep. because. You know, really, that's really what it's all about. And, and it's so hard and so difficult today with these young people, man, because they got so many things coming at them to, you know, try to get their attention. And um, and then now you got these old coaches trying to, you know, battle that. And, and it's like a, you know, juggling that. Girl. You got 15 <laughs> balls up in the air and you're trying to get people to pay attention to that. And um, it's, it's fun. That's why I do it. Um, and and um, it's, it's very challenging. But we're looking forward to being able to go to Richmond and, and uh, play in a meaningful game in October. Yeah, no doubt. And it's all in front of you. Campbell takes on Richmond, a team that has won multiple national championships. It'll be a 3.30 start. It'll be on Flow Sports, of course. You can always listen for free on GoCamels.com and the Varsity Network app. Jay Sunhalter and I will be on the call. And then in two Saturdays, Campbell takes on number 17, North Carolina, on the ACC network, you can get tickets through GoCamels.com and the ticket office, 1-877-GO-HUMPS, if you want to sit in the Campbell section at UNC Chapel Hill. And, of course, the final home game of the season, November 11th, Campbell taking on right now ranked number five in the country, uh, Delaware. But Richmond up first this weekend. Thank you, Coach, for your time. When we come back after the break, we will start talking about some Campbell women's basketball. The season just two weeks away. We'll have their head coach, Ronnie Fitcher, coming up after the break here on Campbell Call Live. Welcome back to the county seat in downtown Lillington. Just two weeks from tonight, our women's basketball team opens their season at home in Gore Arena, 5.30 p.m. as the women take on NC Wesleyan. It is a part of a men's-women's doubleheader. The men will play Navy later that night. To talk about the season, we welcome in head women's basketball coach Ronnie Fisher. 
Coach is in his eighth year at the helm of our women's team, a three-time Big South Coach of the Year, was the winningest active coach in the Big South. We'll talk about why that has changed. His Camels have averaged nearly 20 wins per season with regular season's title in 2020 and 22. Runner-up finishes in the Big South Tournament in 1921 and 22. Coach, as we get set for the 23-24 campaign, what excites you about this group? Yeah, well, thank you for having us, Chris, uh, our team. But I tell you what excites me is our team. Uh, I love our players and our staff. We've got a great group of uh, people that are good basketball players. And, and uh, so looking forward to that first game, and, and I wish it were tomorrow. We will talk a lot about the, the non-conference schedule because it's a very unique one. But, but first, the headline of this year, it is a new era of Campbell basketball. After you built a team that perennially, I just listed off all the trophies you guys won, you go into a very good basketball conference that has very good teams that really emphasizes basketball. What can you tell us about the CAA and what we're going to see? Yeah, obviously, um, the location is the biggest difference. Uh, and the, the travel is going to be very different with Friday, Saturday games. And, and uh, we're, we're looking forward to that, actually. I know our players, uh, nothing wrong with, like, going to Bowling Springs, but Boston or Bowling Springs, where do you want to go, right? Uh, but uh, we're, we're looking forward to making some big trips. And, and uh, the level of play in the CAA is just better than the Big South. So, you know, there are 14 teams, and they're – we have to look at it like 13 championship teams. That's what it is. The parity in that league is amazing. So it's going to be exciting. And uh, I, I really feel like if we uh, take care of ourselves and, and play the way we have, we'll be fine. But we, we've got a big challenge ahead of us. You make a really good point when you're talking about the excitement level to the student athletes. When I've talked to Dustin Fonder, the, the, the men's soccer coach, when I talk to the women's soccer coach, women's lacrosse, that's the thing that they tell me. Student-athlete experience, although you are traveling more, you're traveling to some neat places, some different markets, and, and it's really something that, that really adds to what you can give the student-athlete. It really does. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's, you know the, the three of the areas we're going are three of the largest media markets in the country. And then even our conference tournament, we're, we're so blessed to play in D.C., I know Gigi's excited about that, uh, <laughs> but going to the, the Mystic Serena, and, and uh, it's going to be a great atmosphere and just some great opportunities with making the jump to the CAA. You and, and your staff and, uh, and your teams have been so good at making adjustments and preparing. Friday, Sunday, like you said, that is a whole different ball game when you're used to playing Wednesday. Saturday, you've got a couple days in between. What is the key for being successful when you're playing on a Friday night and then back Sunday afternoon? Yeah, I think there's a couple things. I think the first thing is uh, depth. I mean, we're, we're going have to have a really deep team, and I think we're going to have that. I've been so, so, uh, so happy in practice to see some of the younger players stepping up, and, and some players have really improved since last season. And we have a, uh, some veterans back, too. So we're going to have to have very good depth because you've got to play a lot of players uh, with only one night in between. And then our, our players, they're going to have to focus to another level. And uh, it's going to be a quick turnaround. You can't, you can't um, worry about what happened on Friday. You've got to get ready for Sunday. And uh, then also you add in there, uh, I think one of the weekends we have to travel uh, we play at home on Friday, and we travel up to, I think, <laughs> yeah. Northeastern on Monday. I know. I mean, on Sunday, so it's going to be tough. And 
And, uh, you know, our program's been about, you know, all about toughness, and, and I think we have some really tough kids in our program, and we're going to have to be mentally tough and, and uh, not make excuses and, and get the job done. We'll talk about some of your returners, those that have been with the program four, five, and six years. We're going to talk to some of them later in the show. But maybe tell, tell us about, about the newcomers and the new faces that, that we might see make an impact early. Yeah, well, we have three uh, freshmen, uh, really blessed to have three quality freshmen come into our program. Jessica Woods uh, uh, from Columbia, South Carolina, is a point guard. Uh, Paris Smith uh, from North Augusta, uh, South Carolina, is a, is a post player. And Hadley Deal uh, from Asheville, North Carolina, is kind of a, a wing player, can play several positions. So all three of those kids are going to come in and really compete to play early on. And uh, I love that they're all good basketball players, but they're exactly the quality players and people that we want in our program. And, and they've come in, and, and uh, they've been really coachable, and I've really pushed them. It's tough when you're a freshman. And, and they have accepted every challenge and feel like all three of them are going to really help us this year. You have some familiar names, some familiar faces, those that uh, it feels like they have been around in a good way, in a good way for, for a long time. Tell me about some of the upperclassmen you have that are, that are going to continue to be the foundation of this team. Yeah, we have, uh, we have three. We call them super seniors. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and then some. Yeah, Shy, she, we'll call her the grandma of the team. Shy, uh, she's in her sixth year, but obviously she's had a great career uh, on the court and, and uh, amazing career in the classroom. I don't think many people know that, but she's, she's done so well academically, and, and she's led us on the court. She's the all-time leader in threes made already, and she got a full year ahead of her. So uh, she, she's really um, done a great job of leading. She, she leads by example every day. She worked her tail off. And, uh, and then um, Brittany Staves is a, another fifth-year player who's given her all to the team. Uh, so proud of her. She's played multiple positions. She's an a all-conference player last year in the Big South. And uh, she also just threw in a um, scholar athlete of the year to go along yeah, with that. Amazing. Just an amazing student athlete. And what's What's kind of funny is she, she was second on our team with our academic award. Shy beat her out. <laughs> so Brittany's not here, so that's why I say that, right? Uh, but both have done really well in the classroom. And then the third super senior, uh, Swinya Nuremberg, so, so proud of her. She's, she's had three surgeries since she stepped on our campus. She's uh, half a world away, you know, from home. And, and she's really persevered. And, and she's been one of our best players this year in preseason. She's an she does everything and for our team. So really so happy with those three. And then we have two traditional seniors, um, Christabella Zuma, who was first team all-conference last year in the Big South, and, and uh, Sarah Hammock Fitzgerald. Those two have had a tremendous preseason and, and uh, really feel like they're going to do big things as well. The improvement that we have seen, you bring in very talented players. Your recruiting has been taken to the next level since you have been here, but to see players like CB, to see players like Shy, what they have come in as a freshman and then what they are here now, uh, that, that, has to, that has to make you feel happy to know that, that you are turning these players into all-conference talent. Yeah, well, I, 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 yeah, you're definitely right. I don't think we're turning them into it. We've been really fortunate. Our coaching staff is amazing, our assistants, and we've recruited players that are driven to succeed. And, and uh, they work their tails off during practice, outside of practice, and, and they're kind of self-made players. 
and we just we just kind of point them in the direction. And uh, I, I really don't want players in our program that I have to beg to get in the gym. And, and I really think we've got a team of, of gym rats that want to get in there and get better. And that, that's really good as a head coach. That's what you want. They are equally as talented in the classroom. You had mentioned it a little bit, you know, the, the talent you have. You, you have student athletes working on a, a second and third degree. But it's a team that, as a team, top 20 in the entire nation in, in GPA, all of the women's basketball teams in the nation, you all were in the top 20. And that, I know, has to be at the top of your list of why you're so proud. It really is. You know, um, I, I was in the Big South 15 years, and, and uh, this is starting my 33, uh, 33rd year coaching. Uh, and uh, I've never had a team in the uh, top 25 academically. And I was so proud of our players last year. Uh, top to bottom, they all uh, did excellent. And, and uh, you know, they're, they're, what, 350 Division One teams? So I was so proud of them. And they got a high bar set now. They, uh, <laughs> But they're, they're doing great. And, and like I said, it goes back to our assistant coaches uh, recruiting true student athletes. Uh, and it's not just basketball. It's uh, They want to be great academically as well. The, the discipline that it takes to be good on the court and good on the in the classroom, it's – it's so tough, isn't it? It really is. And, and uh, we talk to our players all the time. You, you have to be special and you have to be different. You know, while your friends are out um, socializing or partying, you, you've got to find time to, to, to do your work and get in the gym. And uh, they miss out on some things, maybe socially, but it pays off on the court. They, you know, that, those three super seniors, the number of wins they have and championships and, and – uh, what they're going to have when they graduate is, is amazing. And, and throw on top of that, they're all going to basically have graduate degrees. So it's amazing what they've done. Um, back onto the court now, when we talk about the non-conference schedule, it's a unique schedule. Part of it is the fact that you're changing conferences and that changes things. Only four home non-conference games. The opener, uh, which will be in two weeks, Wanda Watkins Day on November 18th, honoring our former women's basketball coaches retiring. NC Central on December 5th, and then the Educational Day morning game on December 14th. You're not only on the road a lot, you've got a really challenging schedule. Going into a more challenging conference, why the really tough non-conference schedule? Yeah, it's designed to get us ready, bottom line. And, and uh, you know, we, we have a tough schedule. The, some of the home games are tough, and I do want to make sure everyone makes it to uh, the November 18th game, the Wanda Watkins Day game. Uh, I think it's a 2 o'clock start. Yep. And, and what Coach Watkins has done for our university, uh, every, every player on our team is thankful to her. And they, they don't even understand how she's uh, moved the needle for women's athletics and, and uh, athletics in general. So I hope everyone will come for that one, the big game with Western Carolina. But, you know, we have road games at Virginia and at – you know, Central Florida out of the Big 12. And uh, also we have to go to High Point, who's picked to win the Big South. And East Tennessee State, who's coming off 25 wins last year and a, a Southern Conference uh, runner-up, you know. Uh, it, it's a really, really tough schedule. Uh, but it, it's, it's uh, our players can handle it, and it's going to prepare us for uh, – for January 5th, and that's what it's all about. Yeah, th that's the thing I was going to tell you. You know you don't have to keep playing high point, right? <laughs> but it, it is important to you. Yeah. I, I love the fact that you're doing it. Yeah. That is a rivalry, but that is a team that if you chose not to play anymore, people would get it, but but but, but you're taking on yeah. that challenge, aren't you? We want to play them every year, 
and uh, it's a great they have a great program and it's a great rivalry and and uh, uh, can't wait for that game and and uh, our players can't wait either. Um, of of the many very cool road trips you're going to take this year, you, you mentioned going into ACC country, taking on Virginia again. Again, you just hit so many great media markets playing in conference, but. You guys are going back to Puerto Rico, the San Juan shootout over Thanksgiving. You take on a couple of challenging opponents in Morgan State and Western Michigan, but a, a really cool atmosphere that you've been to before. Yeah, it's, it's awesome, and I think our players are going to love it. And, and we, we, our hotel's right on the beach, I believe, and, and you're playing in a very historic uh, place. Uh, uh, and, and also, we play two very good teams there, uh, but... Uh, that'll be a great trip, and, and really for, for all of our team, but especially those three uh, that are graduating this year, and, and for Sarah and CB as well, uh, in their fourth year, we want to do something nice for those players and, and our whole team. So can't wait to do that, and, and uh, it'll be a great, a great trip. Coach, you have been here now for starting your, your eighth year. As you talked about, you're a coaching veteran in the Big South at, at PC before then. But this place for you uh, truly, truly is home. Why has it been important for you to stay here and continue to build this program? Yeah, I mean, you know, it starts with um, the people here at Campbell and uh, you, you being one of them, you know, the people that have been here a long time that I've grown close to. It's a special place, uh, and uh, my, my family loves it, and we wanted to live as close to campus as we could, and, and they're there in, at, at uh, the gym a lot and the office a lot, and it's, it's just this place. You know, Bowie's Creek, Lillington, uh, it's a place I love calling home, and uh, I also love the our administration wants to win, and, and they put a lot of resources into our program, and our players and staff are so thankful for that. And uh, I have no no desire to leave. Uh, uh, we 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 feel like we can take our program. We, we we've done okay, but we've got a chance to do really well. And, and with the players we have here, uh, I I see that happening soon. So really really excited about it. And I have no desire to leave. Well, that is good good news yeah. for uh, for us to hear. He is head women's basketball coach Ronnie Fisher. When we come back, we're going to talk to. Three of his seniors, a couple of super seniors, and we're also going to be giving away tickets to the season opener Monday night, November 6th, the men's women's doubleheader. If you haven't gotten your ticket yet, see Mark. He will have a ticket for you for your free chance to win a pair of tickets. We'll be back to the county seat after this. Welcome back into Camel Call Live from the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington. The season opener, believe it or not, folks, two weeks from tonight, men's women's doubleheader starting at 530 as our women will tip off the season in Gore Arena. I have two tickets to uh, that game, so get your tickets out. And I'm looking for 626 626-340-626-340-626. Three, four, zero. I'll take six, two, six, three, four, one. Six, two, six, three, four, one. Six, two, six, three, four, one. 
We will draw a uh, another ticket, or do we have a winner? We'll draw another ticket at the end. We do have a winner here. No, that's okay. It was a long walk from over there. Thank you very much, and enjoy the tickets. Also, season basketball tickets on sale now. $185 gets you a season ticket for both the men's and women's games. Kids 12 and under in for free with the purchase of an adult season ticket. New this year, we have courtside seats as well. For more information, go Campbells.com or 1-877-GO-HUMPS. When you get your tickets, you will see three of our seniors and grad students, Shai Tuli, Svenja Nuremberg, and Sarah Fitzgerald. And Sarah, we're going to start with you because all I have heard all day is how you were a one-woman wrecking crew in the closed scrimmage last week. Talk about your uh, amazing play. I heard you went on your own 9-0 run, but Coach said you really have had a great offseason. Talk about your game and how uh, it has changed. Yeah, well, I think it all started in postseason. You know, all of us in the gym together building up chemistry, and if it wasn't for my teammates, those plays wouldn't have been made. Um, and just listening to the coaches and what they have to say, I feel like really focusing on the little details and just improving from there. So there's only so much more to improve from. You have every single year, and we see it with a lot of players in this program, but, but you come in, get a little bit of time, and then the next year you get more, and then you're really contributing, and now uh, moving on to what you have done. Mm -hmm. What does that take? What kind of concentration, what kind of effort do, does that take to do that? Um, I think it's just having trust in my teammates when on the floor and just having poise when you have the ball and not just, you know, letting your nerves take over and just um, just having more confidence in yourself and just letting the play happen within itself. And, you know, coach is always big on defense, so got to focus on that end first and the offense will come. So We also know that in this day and age, and rightfully so, you all have a chance to, to transfer, to, to not miss out on a year in that. When you're at a place where maybe you're not getting the minutes that, that you're used to, why was it important for you to stay here at this place with this team? Well, like I said before, I mean, my teammates are very special, and I feel like the bond I've created throughout the years has been very special, and I hold it very dear to my heart. So, I mean... Playing time, that's one thing, but when you have something so special like that, you don't want to just like take that for granted. So I love them so much. So they're a big part of why I'm still here and everything. Well, that is awesome. All right, Spenya, you're a grad student in your fifth year in the program. I'll ask you the, the I'll ask you the same question. Uh, going into grad school, already having a degree, why was it important for, for for you to come back to this program? I just wanted to keep playing basketball and I love the team and since I didn't play my sophomore year, I was like, I need to play one more season because after college, I don't know what I'm going to do. So just giving it my all and having these experiences with the team and just enjoy every moment. You have done so much, as uh, Coach said, you're half a world away from your home. You're from the European uh, country uh, of, of Luxembourg. What do you love about this place, Bowie's Creek in the middle of North Carolina? and the east coast of the United States? Um, I would say Luxembourg is a really small country, so this kind of reminds me of it, and also the community, and I felt welcome the second I got here, and then just the team, and I love how the people are so friendly and open. Everybody talks to everyone, and everybody always have each other's back. 
Shai, we'll talk um, a bit about you now. Of course, number one, I think we need to pick a new nickname for you. Um, you were giving one. Tell me, tell me you have a better nickname than, uh, than, than Grandma. What do you want your nickname to be? You have been here for a half decade. You can be called whatever you want. What do you, what do you want us to call you? Uh, yeah, like you heard, I've, I've been called the grandma, but if that's what you want to call me, cool, but I think Shatuli works just well. All right, Shatuli works well. All right, you have been, as, as Coach said, an all-conference performer. You are already this program's all-time leading three-point shooter. After a season-ending injury last year, you knew it was going to be tough for rehab, and then... Ronnie Fisher's off-season program ain't easy. His in-season program ain't easy. You said you're going to come back to this team to be a part of, of this team. Why did you come back? Why is it important for you to be here? Um, yeah, like Swinia said, like, I don't know what's going to happen after school. I don't know if I'm going to continue playing basketball or not. Um, so I said I don't want to end like I did last season. So I wanted to come back and, like, give it my all and compete for another championship. And then also just the relationships here. Like Sonia was saying, they're very special. The coaching staff's special. They push you to be your best. And I just thought it would be the best thing for me to just come back and try again. Shai, in your six years here in the program, how have you seen this program change and continue to build into a perennial champion? Oh, there has been a lot of changes since I've been here over the six years. Um, um, just all positive things, like just starting from the little things like we just got a huge upgrade to the locker room, which was amazing. We, I'm seeing increases in fans. There's being more support of the women's basketball team, which is awesome. You can see the experience and the talent of our team just increasing every year. And I think that's really important going to the CAA. Um, as we get set for this 23-24 season, I'll, I'll, I'll start with that. And, and Sarah, we'll go back to you and, and come down the line. Tell me uh, about your thoughts of being in, in the CAA, a, a big change from the Big South. Well, there's 14 teams to start with, so that's definitely a bigger number than the, what we had in Big South. And competition-wise, um, we're going to see it when we get scout, but I think it's very exciting to know that we're going to be put up against new personnel and just seeing what we can do when we're put into a situation that we weren't necessarily had in previous seasons. So that's just exciting to see what we can do. It is exciting to travel. I think it's not going to be easy, but... Um, I think our team can handle it and combine like studying, traveling and getting everything done. And then like she said, I think it's going to be a fast and more physical game. And I'm really excited for that because we have a really good team. So we just need to work on and practice every day and improve. And I think we're going to be fine. Shai, your thoughts on moving to the CAA? Um, yeah, I do think it's going to be a big challenge. Um, the Big South was great, but the um, competition is increasing. So we're going to have to bring it every day. We're going to have to work extra hard. We're going to have to get in the gym more. We're going to have to rely on each other more and then really just focus to our, and listen to our coaches to every single detail because they're all important. You, you played with one day rest in between in, in tournament settings usually in that. What do you have to do to your body? What do you have to do mentally to, to play, you know, two games in less than 48 hours really? Yeah, um, like you said, tournament time is usually like that, but that's usually for a week or so. So to do that all season, it's going to be very crucial to get your recovery in. You're going to have to really listen to your body. You're going to have to eat right, get your sleep, get the treatment when you need it. You're not going to be able to push it to the side. So it's going to have to be a top priority to, to be ready to go. Um, we'll start with you on this one, Shai. Uh, this year's version of the team, you, you've seen a lot of teams. You've seen a lot of good teams. What do you, and then we'll go on down, what, what do all of you really like about, about this year's team? 
Um, I think one thing that really sticks out this year is that we're playing a lot faster. We're pushing the ball, Mr. Make, when we're going, and I love that. I feel like we're going to get a lot in transition. I feel like it gives a lot of people, especially like GG in transition, to go one-on-one -on -one and get those layups. We have some awesome point guards who look ahead and look for the um, outlets and the pitch aheads, and I think that's going to be really good for our, our team. I think we have a great team, and everybody's a great player. And I think if we keep working and practicing every day, and then, um, like she said, the offseason was really good, and I think we're playing faster, and we really play together as a team, and I think we are a great team on and off the court and hang out, and we all really close, and I think that's great about this year. Excellent. Sarah? Well, I think if we're going to be here all night, I can go down the line of what each player brings to this team. But like they've said, the preseason, we were competing, and I see a lot of, like, personality with the, these girls. And, I mean, there's a lot of potential that we have, and we just got to continue working and listening to our coaches and trusting the process. So, Shai, you've already said, all of you have said some, some really good team things about this, this really special program. What makes this program special when, when they bring in recruits and you're telling them about why they should go to Campbell? What, what do you tell them? Um, I think the first thing would just be the community-like atmosphere we have it here at Campbell. Um, I think Swinier, Sarah, one noted on it, but just everyone has your back. Everyone supports you no matter what. Um, everyone's in your corner, and I think that's really big here at Campbell that you're probably not going to get at a, a big school. With us being smaller, everybody knows each other, and, and we're just there for each other. Like Shai said, it's a great community, and everybody has each other's back. And then academics, they great. And I feel like the coaches, they're a great support system, and they always have your back. And if something's wrong with you, they check on you and try to help you find a solution. I'm so sorry. I missed the question. No, that is, that, that is totally okay. You were, you, you were focused on the moment. So I will say, what is special about, about this program? Um, well, I mean, I hate to repeat what they said, but we're so tight and small that we all know each other very well, and being able to just have those type of relationships I think is very unique, and not a lot of programs have that, but if they do, that's great, but um, I think that's something that we try to set, set ourselves apart from each other, from other teams. So. Um, you guys have a, uh, a lot of fun on this team. You, you work hard. Sweat and surf um, is a, 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 a really a mantra that goes through everything you do. What is that? What do, you, what do you like about it, and why is it so important to you all? Well, I mean, sweat and surf, it's, it says it in the name. Like, you put the work on, on the court, but it, in order to put that work on, you got to serve your teammates and the people around you to make sure everybody is improving and in the right headspace. Because if one person's down, then that's going to obviously going to be like a trickle effect. So just being able to be there for one each other and look out for one another, putting them together and not just having one work on itself by itself. Wayne, what does that mean to you? Always giving 100% and putting the necessary work in and getting to the gym on your own and then serving, always having your teammates back, encouraging them, and just always being there for them. Shay? Um, yeah, I think they covered it all, but really it's just the, the sweat part is just working hard, and I feel like that's one thing that defines our team. We're all working hard. We never take a drill off. Coach is always pushing us to be our best, and that's where the, the sweat part comes in, and just serving is just – like they said, we're there for each other. We're, we care about each other, and we just want what's best for each other. All right, finally, uh, a couple. Shy, since you're the, the elder statesman of this, I'll ask you these two things. Who's the fastest player on the team? Ooh, 
That's tough. Um, last year, it would have been easily Audrey, but Gemma got really fast over um, offseason. She's okay. really improved. She's, she's a speed demon out there. And then Jess coming in as a freshman, uh, she's incredibly fast as well. Wow. Who's the funniest player on the team? <laughs> we have a bunch of clowns on this team, <laughs> but I would say... Uh, CB or, or Paris. Okay, okay. Finally, who has the best style on this very stylish team? Uh, definitely me. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. There you go. There you go. Finally, I'll ask all of you. Pick 10th out of 14th in the CAA. That, it, 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 is that up on the bulletin board yet? Um, yeah, but I kind of take it as like we're a new team and we still got 10th. Like, they, we have some respect to our name. Like, uh, you would think we'd come in at 14th. So, seeing 10th is okay. kind of like, okay, like, they respect us a little bit. But, of course, like, we know that we have the ability and the talent to do well, well better than 10th this year. Sarah, are you taking it that well? I mean, nothing's given to you. We got to earn it. So, I think just going into this new conference and just using as motivation and just taking one game at a time and, you know, ultimately proving ourselves. But, you know. We'll see when we get on, out on the court. Thank you so much for taking time out uh, to, to, to join us tonight. And good luck for this season. We can't wait. And you will be able to see uh, this team open up the season. Remember, only four non-conference games, so not a lot of chance, at least early, to watch live this women's basketball team. We, we want to see you on Monday, November 6th at 5.30. Campbell takes on NC Wesleyan. Tickets on sale now. Single game tickets will go on sale later this week. Season tickets on sale now. one go humps or gocamels.com. For Ronnie Fisher, our women's basketball team, Campbell head football coach Mike Minner, I'm Chris Samar saying so long. This has been Camel Call Live from the county seat in downtown Lillington. Good night.